Welcome back to the Your Highest Self podcast. My name is Shanae. I am your host, and I am so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in yourself today, and I am so happy that you're doing it with me. Um, Today's episode is going to be about how to call more courageous confidence into your life, and I'm going to give you three tips from my own journey that helped me out a lot. Um, Now, before we get started, I want to quickly touch on like what is courage and what is confidence? And I want to give you kind of my um, definition of them in hopes to just give you some more context and background into like how these tips are going to help you. So a lot of us, um, a lot of my clients come to me and they say, oh, I just don't want to be scared anymore. I wish that I had more confidence. I wish that I um, didn't let fear hold me back. And um, really what they're saying is, I just want to be fearless. Uh, Shanae, teach me how to be fearless. Teach me not to be scared. And honestly, if that is what you're thinking, uh, then you're setting yourself up for failure because as humans, it is natural to fear, to have fear. And often the thing that you want to do the most, the thing that's going to um, make the highest impact on your life is going to be scary. Like for example, starting this podcast was terrifying for me, even though it's like something I've been wanting to do for a long time. It was so scary. And, um, I couldn't wait until I was fearless to start. I just had to start anyways. And that is what courage is. So courage is the opposite of, um, or not the opposite. So instead of saying, I want to be fearless, what I would encourage you to do is start saying, I want to be courageous because courage is acting in the face of fear. Like, even though you're scared, you do it because you know that deep inside there is a, um, there's a bigger reason. There's like, there is something else out there that you're going to get from, from doing it. I hope that makes sense. And confidence, a lot of people say, oh, I really want to be more confident. When I'm more confident, I'll be able to do this better. And confidence is actually only comes out of action. So when you're confident, that's when you do things, even though you don't know how to do it. (laughs) So it's like its own little feedback loop. If you continuously wait until you're confident to do something, you're going to be waiting a really long time because it it is in doing the thing that you don't know how to do yet that you get more confident at it. It's like learning how to play the piano. If you want to say, I want to be the best piano player, you have to practice, you have to do it. And you don't know what you're doing at first, Um, but it's through the practice that you get better and you become a confident piano player. Same thing with life. You have to first um, practice doing the thing before you're even good at it in order to call the confidence in. So that's how confidence and courage really, that's how they intersect. Um, Because courage is going to allow us to do those things. And then confidence also is going to allow us to do those things. So the first one is, um, I am willing to look more stupid than you. (laughs) Um, or in other words, you have to be willing to look stupid. You are not going to get this the first time. You're not going to be the best at it the first time. You are not going to get it all right. You're not going to sound the best. You're not going to have the best advice. You're just not going to be good at it the first time. Um, so going back to our piano player, 
You have to be willing to look stupid. You have to be willing to be a beginner. You have to be willing to start at the very, very, very bottom in order for you to be that expert that you want to be. And people who exhibit more confidence and exhibit more courage they're just willing to look stupid. They are willing to do it before it's perfect. They are willing to do it before they know what the end result is going to look like, and they're willing to get better along the way. This is going to require you to step away from your perfectionism, to put your perfectionism at the door, like like (laughs) some uh, visualization I often do when I can tell that my perfectionism is coming with me because, um, If you didn't know, I am very type A and I am a perfectionist. I'm a little bit controlling, not quite OCD, but I definitely like things to be my way and I like them to be done the right way, which is my way. And if I know that my perfectionism is coming with me, so today when I walked into my office, I put my hand on my heart. I said, perfectionism, you are going to wait here. I'll be right back. Um, I literally like like grabbed my heart. (laughs) Perfectionism lives mostly in my head, but I I usually always just touch my heart, put her to the side, put her outside my door and said, I'll be back when I'm done. And that is a really powerful way that I've been able to kind of remove myself from that character type of myself, because I still think that perfectionism, um, while there, while a lot of it is not great, there still are really great attributes to it. And when it comes to like recording a podcast episode or creating content, it doesn't help because it really holds me back and it doesn't allow me to look stupid. So it doesn't allow me to be courageous and it doesn't allow me to be confident. And so I put her to the side and I say, stay here. I'll come back when I'm ready. (laughs) Um, So that is a way that you can call more courageous confidence into your life. The second tip I have for you is practicing small jumps before you know how you're going to land. Again, this does tie back into the perfectionism stuff. If you take your goal and you break your goal down into like mini goals and action steps, then all those little mini goals are going to be little small puddles. Your big goal is like the cliff. So before you go and jump your cliff, practice jumping over your puddles and um, like practice it. It's a practice. Um, when you are jumping over these small pet, pet, puddles, sorry, puddles, you often don't know how you're going to land and you have to be willing to be okay with that. It's like, I don't know what it's going to look like and I don't know what the end result is going to be, but I'm going to jump and I'm going to put faith in myself and I'm going to call in my courage and I'm just going to do it. Once you start practicing jumping over those little small jumps, those little small puddles, um, one, it gets easier to just go ahead and jump your whole damn cliff. (laughs) And two, it's just evidence towards yourself that you are courageous, that you are doing this, like you are getting things done and you know how to land Um, once you get there, you don't know how you don't need to know how to land before you do it. So let's give you some concrete examples because I know this sounds also esoteric. Say your big main goal was to, um, let's say, 
my client recently, she asked me these questions. She wants to start a new company. So that's her big main goal. She wants to start a new company, but she's very scared and she um, doesn't know how to be more courageous. So what I would tell her is take that big goal that you have and break it down. What are some small jumps? Maybe one small jump is for her to start being open and sharing more about what her passions are and what she desires. Because maybe her new company is a total pivot in the career that she has now. Maybe she wants to work for herself. Maybe she wants to start a coaching practice. So a small jump is to start sharing more about her, um, maybe just to her friends, maybe to her colleagues, to immediate people in her community. Maybe it's to her Instagram. Maybe it's to, um, you know, uh, her email list or whatever it is, but she needs to take those small jumps. And you know, the first thing she's going to ask me was like, how do I do it? How do I do it? What's it going to look like? What if people judge me? What if no one understands why I'm doing this? And that's where I say like, it's, it doesn't matter. Like you, of course, you're not going to know how to land, but you have to be willing to take that small jump if you want to take the big one of actually starting your own business. So you see what I mean? You have to be willing to take those really, really small jumps and learn from it so that then you can take those bigger jumps and those bigger cliff jumps. So once you get better at taking small jumps, it just becomes ingrained. You start to take more risks. You start to take more action. You start to do things that are more courageous naturally, and you don't have to like talk yourself into it. You can make bigger pivots in life and um, take those risks and be courageous about it without it like being a thing. So it's building resilience. It's building grit. It's building perseverance. That's what these um, jumping over these little small jumps do. So think of them as little puddles and your practice jumping over these puddles so that you become a very great jumper and in the future you can jump these cliffs super easily. So now the last tip I have for you is something called future visualization or future casting. Oftentimes we get stuck in um, analysis paralysis. We think about all the things and it keeps us stuck. It keeps us paralyzed. We like don't know what to do first because there's so many things. Um, social media, podcasts, the internet, you can Google anything and find an answer. So for example, like when I was starting this podcast, I went down the rabbit hole, how to start a podcast. There's like a million articles. There's tons of courses, courses from people who I love. Um, I had the choice of four different courses that I could purchase. And you want to know what I did? Um, I did not purchase any of them, which is, um, unusual for me. I'm usually someone who like will, um, absorb all the knowledge before I do things, but I also really know myself now and maybe you're not quite there yet. Maybe you still do need to absorb a little bit of knowledge so that you know what the first step can be, um, tactily before you, so that you can make it. If it's, you know, advice, like what to do about your ex or, um, whether or not you want to continue dieting or what you want to do in regards to your fitness goals, you know the answer. Like your intuition is strong. She's in there. She knows what's up. So in order for you to access her, what you have to do is you have to future cast and you have to ask yourself, how would the most courageous version of me handle this? How would the most confident version of me handle this? How would my highest self handle this? And honestly, that's what I did for mine. I knew that for me, I have to, um, <laughs> I have to jump the cliff 
And then I'm hanging off the cliff by my hands and I pull myself up. That's just how I operate. That's how my highest self operates. I do better when I take super big risks and I figure it out as I go. You have to know yourself. You have to know how you are. Maybe you're not like that. Maybe you need like the steps one through 10 were written out and then you're able to um, go with the flow. So it's just up to you to figure out who you are, how best you work. And the only way that you can do that is to envision yourself in the future and see like, how would the best version of me handle this? What would she do? So if we take my example from my client, what would the most confident version of herself do? Would she um, start by immediately opening up like an LLC or an S-Corp? Would she start by just um, coaching some people for free or um, telling a few of her clients about her new venture and seeing if any of them would be interested? Only she knows. And yes, while there are some really great tips and strategies that we can learn um, from business people and whatever, the best tip is to listen to yourself and see what you want to do. Maybe she goes online and she reads that the first thing you have to do when starting a business is to register it, but maybe that's not the first great step for her and she only can tell and she'll only know and you'll only know by taking the time to ask yourself, how would my highest self handle this? What would I do? Um, if it's calling in more confidence to um, go after a goal or a dream um, or to like finally feel better in your skin again, like after all the post-competition weight gain or the post-diet weight gain and you just are feeling really crappy and you feel like a, your lowest self and you want to go to a party, you don't know what to wear, tap into her, your intuition. How would the highest version of myself handle this? Like, what would my most confident self do? She would put on the dress she wants to wear. She would not worry about what other people think about her. And she would go to the party to have fun. Like, there are so many different scenarios that we can use this future vision, like this future casting with. It's endless. And so um, I use this all the time. When I'm stuck in a problem or I'm feeling kind of fearful and I'm a little bit scared, I don't know what to do next, I always first ask myself, how would the highest version of myself handle this before I go and inundate my brain with um, all the chatter of the experts? So that's it for today's little mini episode. It's a quickie, um, but I hope that these action tips were to the point and something that you can put into action today because I firmly believe that you can start being your highest self today. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't have to wait until you lose those 20 pounds that you um, gained from you know post-competition, binging, whatever. And you don't have to wait until you're graduated and you don't have to wait until you have that certification. You can literally be your highest self today. And I hope that this podcast is helping you on your journey to becoming her, to finding her, and to tapping back into her. So that's it for today. If this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to screenshot it, post it on your story, and tag me. I want to see where you're listening in from. If you have any questions or comments or aha moments you want to share with me, you can find me on Instagram at Shanae Momoko. So that's C-H-A-N-E-E. M-O-M-O-K-O and that's where you'll also tag the show and also make sure to use the hashtag your highest self on any of your posts so I can come and stalk you, hang out with you, see what you're up to. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you take these tips into action today and I will see you in the next one.